The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all the peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and glory for your people, Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, behold, this child is destined for the rise and fall of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself a sword will pierce so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had fulfilled all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. When I was in school, I went to public school as a kid, and, and between first and third grade, they really promoted uh, music education. And I was able to learn how to play this thing called the recorder. But in fourth grade, they said, it's time to take up an instrument of your own choice. And I was watching this thing about a guy named Ringo Starr. And I saw him playing the drums on TV, and I said, that's what I want to do. And so I said, I'm going to become a drummer. And so I started to play the drums since I was in fourth grade. And I've been playing ever since. And it should be no surprise to you that my favorite Christmas song is The Little Drummer Boy. I love it. When I hear that song, it's like uh, the world stops when I'm listening to that song. And it's great. But you know, there's actually a, a kind of um, 
small or like a children's movie about the little drummer boy. It was made, I think, in the early 1980s. And it was kind of like an animation or they call it a claymation movie. And there's a fascinating story. I know it's fictitious, but it's an amazing story that has an awesome lesson in it that is actually somewhat related to the gospel passage I just read to you. You have this kid named Aaron, and he's a little boy, and his parents gave him a drum for his birthday. And somehow he was gifted in playing this drum right away. And whenever he played it, he was an expert at it. He could keep good rhythm, and all of the animals they had would dance when he would play the drum. And he was so happy with this gift. It became a, a part of his life. But then shortly after this, Aaron experiences this terrible trauma in his life. And it's so bad that he ends up losing his happiness. You know, when someone goes through a traumatic experience, especially when they're young, it really does something to their heart. And this story about the little Jumma boy kind of illustrated that. He'd gone from pure happiness to becoming so angry. And he started to hate people. His trauma was so painful for him. He began to go through life just hating people everywhere. And he felt like life was hopeless and he was quite miserable. Well, as time goes on, uh, he's roaming through the world and he has his drum and a few animals, but he's got a heart full of hate. And it's because of the trauma he went through. He wasn't a bad kid, he was a good kid, but the trauma had shaped him in such a way that made him quite negative. As he's going through his journey, he encounters these three kings and they represent the wise men or the magi that we hear about in the scriptures. And they are on their way to Jerusalem, to Bethlehem, and they want to encounter this newborn king of the Jews. And they find out that they have to go to Bethlehem and they see this little drummer boy and somehow he connects with them and they bring him to Bethlehem and they show him Jesus in the manger and they tell him you have to go to him for help. And the little drummer boy goes up to the baby Lord Jesus and he's absolutely mesmerized by what he sees. He's there before the, the baby Jesus and Mother Mary and St. Joseph and so many people there worshiping Jesus. And you can see in the, the way they did the animation, it's like his face changed. He went from feeling hate and anger to feeling a sense of peace and wonder. And as he looks at the child Jesus, he says, there is something more about him. There is so much more. And then he wants to honor him, so he starts to play his drum for the baby Jesus and Mother Mary smiles and the animals go along with the beat. And his life has changed. And somehow his experience of an encounter with Jesus healed his heart. You know that line that he says as he's there with Jesus, he says, there's something more about him. There is so much more. That really is like what Simeon said in today's gospel. Now the story in the gospel is not a fiction, it's a true story. And when Simeon takes up the baby Jesus, he has this feeling that just by looking at Jesus, his life is complete. It feels like he's, he's achieved the greatest goal of life in seeing the Lord Jesus. And he even says to God, now, Lord, you can let your servant go in peace. My eyes have seen your salvation, 
which you have prepared in the sight of all peoples. It's like he's, he's seen God face to face. And he's like, what more is there in life? I've seen the fullness of life. And that is something that we need to try to appreciate as we celebrate the Christmas season, is that in Jesus Christ, we have someone who is so much more. And the story about the little drummer boy is a fiction, but the message it gives to us is true. It's the same message we have from Simeon. In Jesus Christ, we have our greatest treasure. We have the answer that we are seeking. If we have problems in our own life, if we have questions and doubts and fears, we have to go to Jesus. Simeon saw in Jesus what it means that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And so we really need to believe, like Simeon, that in Jesus, we have what we need. We have, as a little drummer boy said, so much more. And when you believe that in Jesus Christ, you have the greatest treasure, you have the fullness of life in him, that's going to change you. That's going to give you a vision in your life. You're going to see that in every situation in your life, you have to try to follow Jesus, to be his disciple. No matter what you're going through, you want to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, to know his teaching and to pray to him. So Simeon sees a great treasure in Jesus. It's awesome. But then there's a big problem. Right away, he talks about trouble. He talks about this child being destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be contradicted. In other words, the gift of the nativity, it's awesome and it's great and it's joyful, but there's some power that's going to go against that. It's like there's a darkness in this world that is going to conflict with the nativity. And this is something we can relate to. And sometimes we, we celebrate Christmas and we hear the songs, Joy to the World and Sleep in Heavenly Peace. And at the same time, we're aware of situations in our own lives or in the world that are very troubling. I was reading an article in a newspaper recently about one of the soldiers in the Ukraine and he was trying to celebrate Christmas. And he had a little Christmas tree that he decorated next to his defense post. And he's surrounded with weapons and everything, and he's, he's fighting for his life and the life of his people. Yet he was trying to celebrate the birth of Jesus, the gift of heavenly peace. It seems that the gift of Christmas is a sign that is contradicted in this world. Recently, I was reading an article about a woman who's a saint named St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. And she had been a Jewish woman, and her name was Edith Stein. And about 100 years ago, in 1922, she became a Catholic. And she lived in a part of the world that at that time belonged to Germany. And also at that time, there was the horror of the rise of the Nazi regime and with all of the evils attached to that. Eventually, she became a religious sister and took up the name St. Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. And eventually she ended up getting arrested and she was put to death in a Nazi concentration camp. But in the course of the, the darkness that was surrounding her, 
she was able to celebrate Christmas. And she wrote something about Christmas that I want to share to you because it really speaks to this idea of the gift of Jesus being something that is contradicted in this world. These are her words in the midst of the darkness of terrible evil around her. There were so many bad things going on that, that we hear about in history, but probably a lot more that we don't know about. And this is what she said. The star of Bethlehem is a star in a dark night, even today. Where is the jubilation of the heavenly hosts? Where is the silent bliss of the holy night? Where is peace on earth? Peace on earth to men of goodwill, but not all are of goodwill. Therefore, the Son of the Eternal Father had to descend from the glory of heaven because the mystery of iniquity or the mystery of evil had wrapped the earth in night. Darkness covered the earth and he came as the light. So there you had a woman who had firsthand experience of so much horror and evil and she still believed that Jesus Christ, the child of the mother Mary, came as a light in our darkness. She went on to say, to those who received him, those who received Jesus, he brought light and peace, but not peace for the children of darkness. The children of darkness were those who were hurting so many people unjustly. To those who received him, he brought light and peace, but not peace to the children of darkness. To them, the Prince of Peace does not bring peace, but the sword. And this is a lesson that we need to really, really appreciate. I know that every one of us in our life's journey goes through some kind of darkness, some kind of situation where we feel that what should be done is not being done, and what should not be done is being done. And we feel, where is God? Where is the, the gift of Christmas? But here's a woman who's been there and probably been there in a situation worse than any of us will ever be in. And she said that Jesus came as the light and to those who receive Jesus, he really does bring light and peace. What does this mean for us? It means that when we celebrate Christmas time, we need to relearn and make more effort to receive Jesus into our hearts, into our own personal lives. St. Teresa Benedict of the Cross says that if we receive him, if we welcome him, if we open our hearts to his grace, if we try our best to live by his teaching, he's gonna bring us light and peace. And isn't that what we want? You ever go through some situation and you're like, I just want some peace. I just want peace. There it is. It's in Jesus Christ. So brothers and sisters, as we celebrate the Christmas season, let us begin again in our effort to welcome the Lord Jesus into our lives, to pray each day, to, to think about the gift of Jesus at Christmas, and to be like him in forgiving those who have hurt us. In this way, we will be welcoming Jesus into our lives more deeply 
and we shall experience the gift of Christmas each day, that Jesus Christ is with us, he loves us, and he really shares with us his light and his peace.